0: It's Mark K from The Mark K Show. Thanks for checking out the Mark K Show podcast. We'd love for you to join our official Katriot Network so that we can stay in touch with you and you can stay in touch with us. It's easy. Go to markk.com. That's M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E.com. Join the Katriot Network and get a free copy of the Katriot Manifesto. Markk.com.
1: We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K.
2: For three hours a day, loving
1: it. This is the Marque Show.
2: That was the best debate I heard this year, and I mean that. I'm not being sarcastic. Way to go, guys!
1: You know, the only thing good about the debate last night was they vac flat out calling the media out for the chumps they are. It was awesome. I've been a Republican all my life, and watching these supposedly leaders of our party going at each other's throats the way they are now is just sad and pathetic. No wonder they're having issues within the Republican Party.
0: Look at that. you got three different variations on the same debate. I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't going to watch the debate, but then I did. And uh, I was kind of glad I did for a moment. There were, there were parts of the debate where I thought to myself... Ah, uh, a pretty typical debate. There were other parts where I thought, "Yeah, you go get him." Then there were other parts where I thought to myself, "Wow, hopefully this is the final debate of the season. Hopefully this is the final debate of the Republican primary, as we've been promised. We were told three debates. We were told this would be the last one. And I, I had, I, you know, I, my favorite part, by the way, happened even before the debate began. It was when the crowd, well, it, it, and you have to imagine here in Miami, they're in the, uh, they're in the, uh, they're in the auditorium. The audience is sitting. In their seats, you've got the candidates on stage. Ronald McDaniel steps out, and all of a sudden, in front of um, Chris Christie, and instead of in front of Vivek Ramaswamy, and instead of Nikki Haley, in front of everybody, the crowd just starts chanting Trump, "Trump, Trump." <laughs> then they got scolded (laughs) then they got scolded for because look Donald Trump was invited but he didn't show up he went to Donald Trump was doing a rally he was doing a rally down the road in Hialeah where they named a street after him which is interesting he did a rally he uh he drew a huge crowd Roseanne Barr was there she got lots of applause and then the mayor of Hialeah came out and named a street Donald J Trump Boulevard or Donald J Trump Memorial Parkway or Donald J Trump something something that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah, no, cool. You know, everybody wants the road named after them. Uh, but uh, but Donald Trump brought. Out, you know, it was interesting because I'm pretty sure he did this on purpose. He introduced uh, Carlos Jimenez. You know who Carlos Jimenez? Anna? I've
3: heard that name many a time. Yeah, he's
0: one of. <coughs> pardon Whoa, me.
3: Whoa, is that ramen? I had some spicy ramen. It's clearing
0: out my. Uh, it's clearing out my sinuses. Uh, Carlos Jimenez was one of the Republicans who uh, did not vote for Jim Jordan, along with our own own John Rutherford, mm-hmm. and uh, you know all all these other folks. He was one of the 22 who denied Jim Jordan the gavel, denied Jim Jordan from becoming the next Speaker of the House of Representatives, and apparently did not listen, as our very own John Rutherford did not either, to his own constituents. Because when Donald Trump introduced him, listen to what happened. And your Congressman Carlos
4: Jimenez, do you know him? Carlos Jimenez. Some people say Carlos Jimenez. Oh, you don't like him? Yeah. What's going on, Carlos? Come on, Carlos. We got to get that straightened out. Carlos Jimenez.
0: Really? Wow. Carlos. Yeah, Carlos, what are you doing here? I mean, Donald Trump knew exactly what was going on. Donald Trump, keep in mind, was the one who said Jim Jordan is the guy we need. Jim Jordan's the Speaker of the House of Representatives. Jim Jordan's going to be a fine speaker. Jim Jordan is the one that I endorse. And Donald Trump fully expects, as do many people, that he'll be back in the White House next year. And wouldn't it be nice if Donald Trump had a hand chosen Speaker of the House that he can trust, that he can work with, that he can help, uh, that he knows will help push forward his agenda quickly? We'll rally the troops. And so he said, you know what? I'd like Jim Jordan. I'd like everybody to vote for Jim Jordan. Carlos Jimenez did not do that. Much to the chagrin of the people in his district down there uh, in Hialeah. And Donald Trump knew it and called him out because it was kind of like a public scolding, if you will, of Representative Jimenez. The public, I'm going to say your name and we're going to listen to the reaction. And instead of ignoring it, I'm going to draw attention to it because, Carlos, we got to work this out. I told you to do one thing. You did something totally different. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. So while Donald Trump is speaking at Hialeah at a rally uh, down the street in Miami, you've got people chanting his name in front of the other five candidates who, for whatever reason, believe they still have a chance of becoming president. You know what was really awesome last night? Thought most awesome part of the debate. You have to give it to Vivek Ramaswamy. And I know a lot of people think he's a brat, a lot of people think he's I uh, think he's a tool. Uh, Nikki Haley called him scum on the stage when he mentioned her daughter being on TikTok, but uh, you have to give it to Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek Ramaswamy is is first of all playing from Donald Trump's playbook. That's why everybody hates him. Uh, Second of all, he's young. That's another reason everyone hates him. And the third thing is he's saying things that are 100 percent accurate. He's not afraid to insult anybody. He's not afraid to hurt anybody's feelings. He's just out there whipping the truth. He's he's weaponized the truth in the Republican Party. And and right out of the gate, you know, like at the beginning of the debate, what they do is they say, hey, we're going to give everyone a chance to say hello and opening statements, they call it. Right. Everyone has opening statements. I, th- I think that's what they're called, yeah. Yeah, well, Vivek Ramaswamy, <laughs> he used his opening statements to demand that Ronna McDaniel, the RNC chairwoman, who was there, she was just sitting right there in the front row, inviting her up on stage to quit
5: her job live on TV. I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here, and I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. It was a cancer in the Republican establishment. Now speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will. Turn over my yield my time to you. <laughs> well, I will cede my time for the RNC
0: chairwoman who invited me to this debate tonight to uh, come up here and quit her job because she sucks so bad. Now, if you didn't watch the debate, if you like T-voted or DVR'd it, and you were going to go back watch it later, spoiler alert: she didn't do it. She still. Did. I would. You know what? I would have had so much respect for her had she done it. Had she said, you know what? You're right. Uh, let me come up here and, and resign in front of God and everybody, and she probably would have gotten a lot of. She probably gotten a lot of applause, but she didn't do it. Allegedly, you know what she did instead? What? She sat in her seat and started calling Vivek Ramaswamy an a-hole. Started screaming and yelling where people could hear her. He's not getting any money from us. He's not getting one cent from us, that a-hole. Because... Well,
3: wow!
0: look, he's just trying to hold her accountable. And it wasn't just her. It was the moderators, too. And this is something I've always wondered. This is something that always comes into question. And this is something that Vivek Ramaswamy demanded an answer to. And he was using the debate platform to to demand that answer. The moderators last night were NBC's Lester Holt. Uh, Meet the press host Kristen Welker, who is a known Russia collusion hoax pusher. She's like she pushed the Russian collusion. She buried the Hunter Biden laptop story. She is a about as big a mouthpiece for the left as you as you can imagine. The, the the info comes right from the White House directly to NBC and out of the mouth of Kristen Welker. And then Hugh Hewitt from Salem Media Network. And, you know, Hugh Hewitt. OK, fine. He's a Republican, but he's Hugh Hewitt. He's like one of the he, I mean, I'm not going to say he's older. I think he's had gray hair since he was 14. Okay. You know those guys that their hair's white since the time it grows in? Like Mike yeah. Pence.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. No I was going to say that guy that, that almost won American Idol. Taylor,
0: oh, yeah. Taylor, that guy, uh, Taylor uh, Heineke. No, Taylor Swift. Taylor something. No, Taylor. I can't remember
3: his last name, but Taylor something. Taylor he was made. Like 20. 27. Yeah, I don't know. He had I, like gray hair.
0: Fun fact I have one of his uh, harmonicas. Really? Yeah. What the hell was his name? Taylor. Wait, that no, one.
3: I'm getting this off topic. <laughs>
0: Uh, no, I know that's okay. Taylor Hicks.
3: Taylor Hicks. That's yeah, fun, right.
0: Fun fact. Taylor Hicks, after he won American Idol, I was still working in Top 40 Radio. Yeah. And they said, Taylor Hicks is coming to Jacksonville. Uh, we're going to have him come in and we're going to have him do a little interview. And so he came in. And he do, didn't interview. Wasn't a very personable guy. Didn't really didn't seem to be excited to be there. There were some fans that he was supposed to like a meet and greet with. He seemed kind of annoyed to be meeting and greeting the fans. Yeah, uh, he wasn't really excited about the interview when we were on the air. He kind of, you know, he kind of livened up a little bit, but he had a harmonica and we asked because, you know, that was his thing. He liked yeah. to play the harmonica. And so we asked him, will you play the harmonica? He goes, yeah, I happen to have a little Horner or horny, What's it called? Honor. I don't know. It's the, the, the a brand, popular brand of harmonica. It's Honor or Horner or something. And he pulls it out of his pocket. He's like, oh, 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 and he starts playing some harmonica. Okay. Really did a great job. He's a he's a professional blues harmonicist, I think, or harmonica okay. player. And then when he was done, he put the harmonica down. We finished the interview. We took some photos and he left. 30 minutes later, I go back in to edit the interview. His harmonica is <sighs> laying right there. With wow. his with his spittle still fresh,
3: you could have gotten some DNA testing done on that. Well,
0: what I did <laughs> was I took it home and I was like, I'm gonna keep this because this will be like a good. Pr- I think we tried to give it away. Nobody wanted it. Oh, that's very sad. I think I just boiled it. (laughs) I boiled it, sprayed it with some disinfectant, and I think I I I still have it somewhere. Nice. Um, So
3: back to white hair. Yeah, anyway,
0: so back to white hair. Hugh Hewitt's one of those guys that just has white hair since the day he was born. And, uh, And so Vivek Ramaswamy says, look, you guys are nice and all, but you're not the moderators we need for the Republican presidential primary debate. Think
5: about who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk. We'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. Not one thing he said was inaccurate, by the way. Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan,
0: I don't know if you need Elon Musk there. I mean, Elon Musk, he, he takes a long time to ask questions. He's got, he did, he's got that. Remember when we played that he was thinking about an answer for like 45 seconds? Yeah. And I thought well, he turned into Mitch McConnell for a second and we were like, well, he's going to answer the question. Um, but, you know, but Tucker Carlson and Joe Rogan, I'm sure there's a couple of other names that we could throw into the mix. You get good, interesting, conservative people who are going to ask poignant questions who are respected by the audience who could draw in a bigger audience. I mean, think about it. There's more people that know who Tucker Carlson and Joe Rogan and Elon Musk are than anybody on that stage. And if you have the opportunity where the moderator can be a draw for the audience to learn about these potential candidates, I mean, that's a win-win. Instead, we get a bunch of liberals and old Hugh Hewitt, who, again, is a very nice guy, but have really, how many people know who Hugh Hewitt is?
3: Mm, I didn't know who he was until you told me.
0: Exactly. Uh, Kristen Welker was a big surprise, too, which she pointed
5: out, because as we said, she's the biggest liberal you've ever seen. Do you think that Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Christian, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you in the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Now, again, <laughs> spoiler alert for those of you that haven't watched it.
0: She didn't answer the question. But he's 100% accurate. If you look at the Democrats, the Democrats. The Democrats do everything they possibly can to advance their position and embolden their party. The de- no matter how weird and twisted the Democrat positions are—baby killing up until the baby's born, uh, you know what is Open borders, you know, giving paying back college student loan debt, multiple different genders, is an Islamophobia commission in the middle of the biggest anti-Semitic crisis we've ever had. All of these things that just seem ridiculous. To most common sense people The Democrats, they use whatever they can To push their position And to make themselves bigger and better and stronger They will stack the deck With uh, media personalities Who are friendly to their cause And they will find these people To go out and push their talking points The Republicans do the opposite They make it harder They bring in the enemy And they put the enemy in front of them And they say, okay, give us your worst And they do It's the dumbest thing ever. The Republicans should have good, solid, well-known, and well-liked among your base moderators asking questions that are important to the base of candidates who want to represent that base. Instead, they get these these left-wing lunatics from NBC to come in, and Hugh Hewitt, and Vivek Ramaswamy doesn't understand it, especially since when you look back at it, they're the ones that made it a Republican primary in the first
5: place, instead of uh, you know Donald Trump's second term. As this media rigged the 2016 election, they rigged the 2020 election with the Hunter Biden laptop story, and they're gonna rig this election- Your time is up. Accountability. Let me turn That's to Governor, Governor Christie, why are you- yeah, I mean,
0: uh, your time is up, sir. We've uh, listened to enough of you ranting about us and our media conglomeration and our left-wing leanings and our and our and our political bias. We're going to move on to uh, Chris Christie, who's you know, who's by the way on CNN and MSNBC all day this morning. He's their favorite person. But it is a weird thing that the Republicans do. The Republicans lose and lose and lose, and then they bring Democrats in. hardcore, well-known Democrats in to quiz them at their own debate. This isn't the presidential debate. It's not two sides working in tandem. This debate was planned, scheduled, put on, and paid for by the Republican Party. And out of the three moderators, only one of them is a Republican. And the other two are about as left-leaning as you could find. It makes no sense. It's mind-boggling. It's self-destructive. And it's another reason why Ronna McDaniel should have gotten up on that stage and said, you know what? You're right. I suck. I'm out of here. Best of luck to you in your future endeavors. Eight five five nine four zero 940 mark is our number. 855 Incidentally, you know what's happening this morning? What? A lot of people are saying Vivek Ramaswamy, since he won't be president, right. should be the new RNC chair.
3: Oh, my gosh, that would be great.
0: And I'm (laughs) waiting for that to happen so that we can see Joe Rogan and and Tucker Carlson and Greg Gutfeld and whomever else moderate the next debate. 855 L mark is our number. Listen, we got a bunch of stuff we got to cover today. There's some crazy stuff going on in the world. AP photographers and New York Times photographers were apparently embedded with Hamas. We got to get to that story because I can't even... I can't even believe that happened. Uh plus Donald Trump, we have more of that. And oh, the crazy judge in his New York uh, trial? Yeah. Nudes online?
3: Yeah. Got an
0: OnlyFans page apparently, although I don't know if he has any any fans <laughs> subscribers. Uh, plus we've got the uh, fake news and I'm sorry, uh what's Thursday? A conspiracy theory Thursday right. thing. And some what the bleep your phone calls and open mic messages. Don't go anywhere folks. We're just getting warmed up. More Markey show on the way. This is the Mark K. Show. My name is Mark K. 855 940. Mark is our number, 855 940 6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. I don't know if you remember this, but this happened. Uh, I just played this moments ago. It, it happened right before the presidential debate. <laughs> imagine how demoralizing that must be for the candidates because they're all on stage and all of them showed up and this is the third debate they've all showed up for and Donald Trump has said "Mm, debate nah I'm good and the crowd still just want they just want Donald Trump and I mean I it has to have thrown people off their game well not Chris Christie because he has no game um but you know everybody else well not Vivek Ramaswamy because also he was he was in in fine form in fact he made a couple of really interesting points. Again, at the end of the debate, I saw a lot of hate toward him. A lot of people saying he was kind of grumpy and he was kind of rude. But at the same time, he made points that needed to be made. And he hopefully is moving the needle on the Republican Party. Probably not, but hopefully he is. And one of the things he did was he called out Nikki Haley, who is quickly becoming one of the frontrunners for, for becoming a frontrunner, not because of her policy. But because of who she knows and more importantly who she works for. We'll get to that. We'll get to more of these other stories. Your phone calls and open mic messages on the way too. Don't go anywhere. More K show coming up right after this.
1: We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show.
2: You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it.
1: This is the Marquee show.
5: If we're gonna turn around these elections, it's not just the GOP hierarchy that we need to look at. We need to look at people like Brian Kilmeade who sell themselves as conservatives and then spend all their time on the radio, two, three hours a day lambasting Republican candidates and undercutting those candidates' ability to win offices.
0: Oh, fun fact, this is a great time to remind you that Brian Kilmeade and I will be appearing tomorrow (laughs) <laughs> Together at uh, Salute America, Salute America at the uh, Pontevedra Concert Hall. Uh, like uh, barely any tickets are still available.
3: Yeah, there's like none.
0: Barely, there's, I mean, there's a couple of <laughs> if you, if you. We heard that uh, there's some standing room, but we think there's some seats in the back. So if you want to join me, Brian, Kilmeade, Rich Jones, and a whole bunch of American heroes, um, it's going to be a fantastic event tomorrow night, Pontevedra uh, uh, Concert Hall. You can go to pvconcerthall.com or Ticketmaster is another good place to go. Right, Hannah. That's correct. Yes, and Hannah's gonna be there as well, which is very uh very, very exciting. Eight five five nine four oh Mark is our number. You know, I don't know if he spends his entire time on his radio show doing that. I think he sell you know, he sells books too. Yeah, and he, he talks and about he talks, baseball.
3: I was just gonna say he talks about baseball. He also likes to interview that one guy, um, the older Geraldo general Geraldo Rivera. No. Oh. Not that one. But yes, him too. No, the older is it the general? What's his name?
0: General MacArthur. No, it's not General him. Mills yes <laughs> no, no, we'll, we'll, we can ask him tomorrow okay when we uh when we see him at <laughs> salute america 855-940-MARK is our number 855-940-6275 there's a very there's a couple of really interesting stories that we we, we are going to get to one of them is involving the judge the crazy liberal judge who thinks he runs new york city and is currently in charge of donald trump's trial uh this guy posts nudes but not where you would think it's you know like like where do you post nudes hannah usually
3: I'm not gonna say that I were to ever post nudes because I would never post them. Right. But if I, they, they were ever to go somewhere, it would only be to my husband. Okay, all right.
0: But you know, like some, like you know, I'm not saying there aren't people that don't post like you know provocative photos on Instagram or OnlyFans, maybe a couple Snapchat stuff like that. No, this guy did it in alumni newsletters. <laughs> Wait, what? I know. I know. Oh, wait. Yeah. Is that what I saw? Well, uh, (laughs) we'll we'll get to that story in just a minute. Plus, uh, speaking of, um, you know, speaking of, uh, speaking of creepy old men, uh, Joe Biden is upset because members of his family are starting to get subpoenaed by the uh, the Oversight Committee and James Comer, and we'll get to that in a minute, too. But first, I do want to mention one other thing about this debate because, there, yes, it wasn't all Vivek Ramaswamy. It was mostly Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, I would say as we went through, you saw Ron DeSantis doing—Ron DeSantis was Ron DeSantis. He had a couple of good lines. He tried to deliver them with strength and oomph, but they just kind of came out as— Ron DeSantis speaking he doesn't really doesn't really seem that exciting he didn't say, seem that bad or unexciting he did not seem really exciting at all and then you had Nikki Haley who's been on the rise and she found herself getting attacked in fact one of I think the harshest attacks by Vivek was against
5: Nikki Haley um, when he said this you have the likes of Nikki Haley who stepped down from her time at the UN bankrupt or in debt is was her family then she becomes a military contractor, she joins the board of Boeing and otherwise, and is now a multi-millionaire. So I think that that's wrong when Republicans do it or Democrats do it. That's the choice we face. Do you want a leader from a different generation who's gonna put this country first, or do you want Dick Cheney in three-inch heels? All right, Mr. In which Robert case we've Swamy. got two of them on stage now. Mr. Tonight. Swamy, thank you. And Lester
0: Holt, in true Lester Holt fashion, walked out to the best part of his joke, which is, do you want Dick Cheney in three-inch heels, in which case we have two of them? <laughs> referring to Nikki Haley and, of course, uh, Ron DeSantis. But again, this is something that is a recurring problem in American politics. Politicians, quote-unquote, show up in Washington, D.C., broke, dead broke. Broke, got not a penny to their name. They serve in office. Maybe they're, they're able to afford a, a crappy little apartment. Maybe they write a book and they're able to muddle through. And then, boom, they leave office, and uh, within a year or two, they are multimillionaires. They get cush jobs on the board of Boeing or Airbus or, you know, wherever, all these other fantastic military industrial complexes or some kind of think tank. They get paid not because of what they can do, but simply who they know. Nikki Haley, she got a lot of people in her Rolodex. Uh, And for those of you that don't know what a Rolodex is, it's basically the contacts on your phone in written out form. Yeah,
3: before there was technology, there were Rolodexes. It
0: was like a big spinny thing. (laughs) I had an old producer and I said, uh, hey, uh, you know, uh, put this in your Rolodex. She had no clue what I was talking about. I I
3: think I know exactly who it was. I had to Wikipedia
0: to her and show her. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she's no longer, she's no longer with us. Um, But anyway, so what happened was Nikki Haley leaves. She's got all these contacts. She's got all this information. She goes and she sells it. Much like Joe Biden or Hunter Biden would be doing. You're selling access to you know, a different little, you know, echelons of government and uh, and that's worth millions and millions of dollars to a lot of these companies. And Vivek's calling her out saying we got to stop this. We can't have our elected officials going to Washington, D.C. to pad their resume and create and turn themselves into a product that will earn them millions of dollars on the tail end just like the Bidens, just like Barack Obama, just like Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation. And now Nikki Haley wants to become president or, what, vice president or get some kind of higher cabinet position than U.N. ambassador so that in four more years she can go out and double her prices? I mean, it's not a bad gig if you can get it, but is it really truly representing the folks in the United States of America? Not really. Chris Christie, who is basically doing the same thing with these debates, because, look, Everybody knows Chris Christie ain't no conservative. Everybody knows Chris Christie ain't no Republican. The dude's from New Jersey. If you get elected as a Republican in New Jersey, you ain't no Republican. You're a moderate Democrat at at best. And he got elected. He hugged Barack Obama. He he showed Barack Obama almost as much passion as Hannah did Michelle Obama when she high-fived her not so long ago. Um, and that really, that really, I think tainted his entire reputation. But at the same time, uh, Chris Christie is now using these debates because he knows he's not getting a cabinet position. If he got a cabinet position, he'd just eat everything in the cabinet. And so now he's using the debate structure, the the presidential election, he's using this to pad his resume and get more money as a talent on television. In fact, this morning he was on CNN and he was on MSNBC and he was spouting the same kind of anti-Trump rhetoric, which they love. And they'll pay for it. And if you can't be a military contractor, if you can't sit on the board of some fantastically rich company and sell your access to other government individuals and agencies for millions of dollars, the next best thing is to become a Trump-hating Republican on a major liberal news network. Because they love them. They don't like Republicans at all. They hate Republicans. They despise Republicans. They don't want Ted Cruz— back on The View. They don't want Megyn Kelly back on the Today Show. Incidentally, still haven't heard back from her. I may have to hit her up again. They don't want real Republican. They don't want Donald Trump on any of their shows. And when they do, they treat him like dirt. No, they want Trump hating Republicans because that proves their point. So Chris Christie is trying to pad his resume and become filthy rich as the most famous and prominent and highly paid Trump hating Republican on any of these network news podcasts. And in doing so, he says some really dumb stuff like this. Kirsten, let's remember the last time that we turned our back on a shooting war in Europe. It bought us just a couple of years. And then 500,000 Americans were killed in Europe to defeat Hitler. This is not a choice. This is the price we pay for being the leaders of the free world. There he is. He's saying Vladimir Putin is Hitler and the price we pay for being America is to have to go to the uh the 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 rescue of Ukraine whenever they get invaded by somebody like 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 Russia. And that is a bizarre statement for a couple of reasons. First of all, the price we pay for being the rulers of the free world—we were—we've been the rulers of the free world for quite some time. In fact, Donald Trump was the ruler of the free world. The United States was uh, the ruler of the free world under Donald Trump for four years. And guess who didn't invade Ukraine during those four years? That's right, Vladimir Putin slash Adolf Hitler. As as uh, as why is everybody compared to Adolf Hitler? By the way.
3: They, it's so lazy at this point. Isn't it? It's
0: like there's zero, zero creativity in the Hitler references. <laughs> Yesterday, it was Hillary Clinton, remember? People yeah. would
5: get legitimately elected. mm mm-hmm. And then they would try to do away with elections and do away with opposition
3: and do away with a free press. And you could see it in countries where, well, Hitler
5: was duly elected. Yeah, (laughs)
0: she's talking about Donald Trump being compared to Hitler, although at the beginning it sounded like she was talking about Joe Biden being compared to Hitler. And then Chris Christie's comparing Vladimir Putin to Hitler. Everybody can't be Hitler, folks. Everybody cannot be. We have to decide who's going to be Hitler. My vote goes to Hillary Clinton because... Well, her name starts with the same first three initials. And also, (laughs) you know, she's done probably. Anyway, (laughs) 855-940-MARK is our number. But that's why these, that's why these debates were, and people ask, why are these debates still going on? What are these, isn't this just an exercise in futility? And I think if you look at the candidates, Ron DeSantis, who everybody arguably agrees, did the best at the debate or didn't do the worst. You know, with Ron DeSantis, he really had to do, an okay job this time around. And I think the reason Ron DeSantis is, uh, I think that the reason Ron DeSantis canceled this debate, or I'm sorry, the reason Ron DeSantis came into this debate and can- is continuing is because he's trying to save up some of his political capital that he spent in this go round for whatever the next election is. Could be 2028, could be something else in between. But Ron DeSantis knows that this was too early. I think he's to the point where he can't turn around. He's got to now try to save face. And this debate was a good opportunity for him to do that. Nikki Haley, she, we've already discussed, is just going to cash in. Vivek Ramaswamy, that guy's world famous. And will he ever be president? Who knows? But he'll be something. Everybody knows his name, and before this whole thing started, very few people did. Yeah, a couple hundred thousand people bought his book, but did they really know what he what, what he was like? Did they know what he was, the fire in his belly? No, he could be the next RNC chair. He'd be fantastic at it. He could start a podcast, which probably he will because everybody starts podcasts these days. I mean, just look at Hannah. Hers dropped yesterday, Right. That's correct. Okay, good. We'll get to that in a minute. Remind me. Um, and then, you know, you've got uh, people like Tim Scott and uh, who, again, I I kind of forgot he was there. I'll be honest. <laughs>
3: okay. I thought he had dropped out a few weeks ago if I'm
0: yeah. being real. <laughs> no, I, was, we, I turned on the TV. I'm like, oh, Tim Scott, right? I totally forgot. He's a nice guy. Very nice guy. Lovely man. Very nice guy. Has some decent ideas. Loves Jesus, which is always a plus. But, uh, you know, I didn't really... Didn't really, didn't really stir He's just the soul. He was, just, yeah, he was just kind of the guy on the end. And, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Tim Scott. Yeah, let's hear from him. Um, but you know, that's why. But luckily, again, this is the end of the debate. And I think one of the reasons why Vivek went so hard is because he knew this was going to be his last opportunity in front of an audience this size. This was the last debate. It was his last chance to say what was on his mind, cause a stir, ruffle some feathers, get his name out there, trend on X. Trend on Twitter, whatever you want to call it. And he did exactly what he was supposed to do. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Now, the question remains, where do these people go from here? Today they're all on the different newscasts. Uh, they're going to have to go out and wrap. Now there is no more organized situation for these people to get together on a venue like this. That's going to be uh, you know telegraphed internationally. Now it's going to be one on one. They got to go to state state. They're all going to go to Iowa. They're all going to go to New Hampshire. They're all going to try to rally support for themselves in all these different states. They're all going to try to chase down Donald Trump. And the problem is that Donald Trump has been doing what they should have been doing every single time they had a debate, and that is going out and meeting the people and building the base and making a name for himself. Donald Trump is still well ahead of Ron DeSantis in his home state. Donald Trump is well ahead of Nikki Haley in her home state. Donald Trump is well ahead of everybody in Iowa, New Hampshire, and Nevada. And he's even ahead of Joe Biden nationwide in several of the swing states. And that is something that is going to be impossible to overcome. So now it's just going to be, here's what I predict. and I'm making a prediction. Are you ready?
3: Let's hear your prediction, Mark.
0: All right, I appreciate it. Listen, what's the date today? The 9th?
3: Today is the
0: 9th. November the 9th, 2023. (laughs) Okay. I predict that from here on out, the goal will be not the to not be the first to drop out of the race. Because that's the new low bar. Okay. I mean if you're if you drop out of the race first, you're for, you're forgotten.
3: Ooh, let's 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 predict who's going to drop out.
0: Tim Scott will be the first to drop out of
3: the race. I was going to say Tim Scott.
0: All right, well we can make a here get a pen. Do you have okay. a pen? I have a pen. All right, here's my right here, write down your This is your order? Okay. Here's what we're going to do. Ready? Okay. We'll take a break. We'll write down our order. It'll it'll be first to drop out. Okay. To last to drop out. Yeah. Okay, right? Do you know who the five are? Yeah. Tim Scott.
3: I got it. We're good. Nikki
0: Haley. Ron DeSantis. No, no, we're good. Vivek Ramaswamy. And Chris Christie.
3: Yeah, we're good.
0: Make a list. First to drop out, last to drop out. We're good. Because that's the new goal for these people. Yeah. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll do that. We'll share them with you here in just a minute. 855-940-MARK is our number. Don't go anywhere, folks. More Mark K Show on the way. (laughs) This is the Marque Show. My name is Mark 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275.
5: I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here. And I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers. Losers.
6: At- losers.
0: <laughs> 855940 our number. And now that the uh, debates are all over, we've decided there's only one thing left to do, and that is decide who's going to be the next biggest loser, and that is the person that drops out of the race first. And Hannah and I have we haven't uh, discussed it at all, but we've upon our um, upon our own devices decided who we think is going to be the first person to drop out and then we've ranked them all the way till the last. So, uh ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Our predictions. Hannah, who will be the first of the remaining 5 candidates to drop out? Tim Scott. I also said Tim Scott. Oh,
3: you were throwing on different cards?
0: That's a match. Ooh. Nicely done. Bravo. All right. Uh, Hannah, who do you believe will be following Tim Scott, the second one to drop out of the presidential primary?
3: This is wishful thinking. Chris Christie.
0: I said Vivek Ramaswamy. Really? Yes. I feel like he'll just, you know, go on a stadium tour or something and be like, ah, I don't need you people. I'm not running for president anymore. I'm just going to go be a rock star. Okay. Uh, who did you say?
3: I said Chris Christie, that but is that's w- more so wishful thinking. That is. All right,
0: Hannah. Who did you say would be the third person to drop out of the presidential race? Again, wishful thinking. Nikki Haley. I also said Nikki Haley. Nice. Okay. Uh, I believe that she will go farther than a lot of people, but not as far as she wants. Um, so we're down to two. Yeah. Hannah, who will be the fourth person in your mind to drop out of the presidential primary race?
3: I said Vivek.
0: You said Vivek would go all the way to, uh, like, second to last.
3: For stubbornness and stubbornness alone.
0: Really? Yes. I said Ron DeSantis for the same reason.
3: Perfect. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so I know your last prediction and I know my last prediction.
0: (laughs) So, Hannah, you believe that the last man standing in the presidential primary will be Who? Ron DeSantis... And I said Chris Christie. Yeah. Because... Neither
3: of whom will I think will be VP for Donald Trump.
0: No, neither of them will. And that's another reason why they'll stay in. Yeah. Because, you know, Nikki Haley, maybe she gets a cabinet position. She had one before. She hasn't been too bad or too evil against Donald Trump and his policies. Of all of those people, I think she's the only one that potentially could seek some kind of position in a Donald Trump 2.0 administration. But we know Ron DeSantis has already declined. And we know Chris Christie would never even get the... Invitation, and again, the longer those two stay in it, uh, I think for Ron DeSantis, the longer he has to repair his image, mm-hmm. and for Chris Christie, the more he can bash Trump. Which just, I mean, that just equates to dollars, dollar, dollar bills, y'all coming from the left-leaning uh, news media. Who's going to pick him up? Yeah. It's going to take a lot to pick up Chris Christie. Ukraine. Yeah, exactly. Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be a great, that'd be a great name for a crane company. Ukraine. You drop it, <laughs> we pick it up. All right. Uh, we'll make a, we'll, we'll keep, you know, keep your list. Yeah, I'll, keep, we'll see. I'll put it on my other monitor. Yeah, and we'll see who's right. Uh, we'll see who's right in the end. 940 mark is our number. 855-940-6275. still to come. We got some what the bleep coming up here in about thirty minutes. We uh, we have conspiracy theory Thursday because it do be Thursday, and also uh, I, there's a manhunt on. I don't know if they caught the guy yet for a January sixth protester. But like you'd have thought this was a mass murderer the way they brought out the SWAT team for him we'll get to all that and more in just a minute don't go anywhere more marke show next
1: we're entertaining meets informative this show makes the listener feel like it's my show
2: you make bad news sound good mark k for 3 hours a day
1: loving it this is the marke show Eight five
0: five nine four zero 940 is our number. 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We are so excited that you're here. Uh, here we go. So well, once again, I said, uh, I, I've got these all in order. I dropped them. Tim Scott, Vivek Ramaswamy, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, Chris Christie. That's my order. Hannah, what was your order again?
3: Scott, Christie, Haley, Ramaswamy, DeSantis. You
0: know, when American Idol was in its heyday, back when uh, Simon Cowell was still a judge, they would send us, when they had like the top 12, Contestants, they would send us a board with photos of the top 12 contestants. Yeah. And then stickers that were red X's.
3: (gasps) Oh, I like this idea. And
0: every week as we watched along... We would take a red X and then we would X out over whoever got voted off. Okay. And then at the end, there was just one winner left. We should do. We should come up with a thing that has like the five.
3: I have that a uh, little board in my office. Yeah. I like to say that. Uh, that we can put the color. Little pre- board. No, no, no.
0: my office. Oh my! Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes. and his no, office. I have
3: the the cork board where we could go and put all five of those people's names and then just X them out. Well, I, like I, would, that.
0: I would put them in the studio here where we can. No, see I them mean like. We would bring the board in here. Yeah, I don't spend a lot of time in your office. No, we would bring the board in here. Let me ask you a question. What's the difference between your office and the t-shirt folding room? It's one and the same. Oh, okay. All right. Just, but it's mine. Just <laughs> <laughs> Please don't mind all these prize packs. Come on in. Let's have a meeting. Uh, yeah, let's, let's print out some photos of whoever's left, and we'll put them up on your board, and then every when they drop out, we'll just put a big X on them. Yeah, and we'll keep score because everything's about keeping score. Absolutely. 940 <laughs> mark is our number. Incidentally, speaking of keeping score, uh, the poll. Remember, we talked at length about the horrible poll numbers for Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., A.K.A. Uh, Robert Peters, A.K.A. Yeah. Uh, you know uh, corn pops arch nemesis. Yeah. Uh, Ron, uh, uh, Joe Biden. He was he was walking out of the White House and he was walking to the helicopter. Whatever. Peter Deucey was there. Everyone was wearing shades so apparently it's very sunny and Peter Ducey got up and was able to ask him a couple of questions and of course he wanted to know about the poll numbers now keep in mind the polls specifically point out that Joe Biden is losing to Donald Trump in several swing states Joe Biden is trailing Donald Trump in the swing states the very important electoral battlegrounds of Georgia Nevada pardon me I had a little brain fart, I had a little Joe Biden fart uh, Arizona Michigan and Pennsylvania Wisconsin, he still leads, but again, there's a lot of time left. And Peter Ducey wanted to know why Joe Biden thought that was. Listen to the back and forth exchange.
1: Why do you think it is that people should be more concerned about abortion access than your age? I don't think it's a comparable comparison. Why do you think it is that you're trailing Trump in all these swing state polls?
7: Because you don't read the polls out from There and 10 polls, eight of them, I'm beating him in those states. Eight of them. You guys only do two. CNN and New York Times. Check it out. Check it out. We'll get you a copy if all of all those are polls.
0: So, I don't
5: believe you're trailing in battleground states. No, I don't. I think this is recent.
0: So, 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 so Joe Biden tells Peter Ducey, you're only reading two of the 10 polls, the New York Times poll and the CNN poll. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what the other eight polls are, but I'm pretty sure the New York Times poll and the CNN poll are two of the most liberal leaning polls you'll find on this side of the Mississippi or the other side of the Mississippi or even right smack dab in the middle of the Mississippi. There's no other organizations that are going to skew more toward Joe Biden's favor than CNN and the New York Times. And Joe Biden's like, hey, pal. Oh, he's tapping him on the shoulder, too. He's very patronizing. He's like, hey, pal, you're only reading two polls. We'll get you copies of the other polls. We'll get you everything you need to know. Um, But he doesn't believe he believes he's in a solid position. He believes that his approval rating is not at 39 percent. And and believing that is probably justification enough for some kind of some kind of clinical exam uh, exam on his head. Because he's way behind. He's way behind in the polls. His administration is very unpopular. People are starting to look around. They see what's going on with crime. They see what's going on with inflation. They know what's going on in Ukraine. They know where the money's going. They know what Joe Biden's been uh, trying to do. there There are subpoenas now. There are subpoenas for two of Joe Biden's family members. His son a guy by the name of Hunter Biden, you may have heard of him, and also his brother, a guy by the name of James Biden. And you know that James Biden and Hunter Biden, they are two of the most prominent Bidens in this entire money laundering scheme. I imagine that Sarah Biden, who is uh, Joe Biden's uh, sister-in-law, eventually will get subpoenaed as well, depending on how the testimony goes, um, depending on how the testimony goes, uh, you know, with the other two. But this is a big deal because this is now we're getting to the point now where Uh, The Bidens are coming in for questioning and and these checks that we've seen from that James Comer has produced for loan repayment, that kind of thing. Those checks are proof positive that Joe Biden has been receiving money from various different bank accounts that filter all the way back to China. And James Comer has now said we're going to bring in the Bidens for questioning. Well, of course, you can imagine the White House is not happy about this at all. In fact, uh, Breitbart reports the White House protests Biden subpoenas as nasty personal smears. Hmm. That's so funny because I seem to remember Donald Trump saying the same thing about his subpoenas and the subpoenas of all his family members and staff while he was president. But, you know, I digress. Uh, The White House immediately objected on Wednesday to House Oversight Committee Chair James Comer issuing subpoenas for the Bidens to testify under oath in December, calling the subpoenas, quote, nasty personal smears. The subpoenas represent the next step in the House impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. The president claims he was never in business with the Biden family, despite evidence otherwise. Comer subpoenaed Hunter and James Biden, along with family associate, uh, associate Rob Walker, to testify under oath. Comer wants to question Walker, who generally has been acting as a surrogate for hunter biden around the country and abroad pursuing opportunities about his receipt of a three million dollar payment which was split between four biden family members hunter biden james biden hallie biden and an unidentified biden the mystery biden who is the the secret Biden. That's what James Comer wants to know. Comer also asked whistleblowers, Tony Bobulinski and several family members to appear before the committee without a subpoena. The family members include Sarah Biden, James Biden's wife. So she's been asked to appear not under subpoena though. So that gives her the option to not Haley Biden, the widow of Bo Biden and Hunter Biden's, Biden's former lover, Elizabeth uh, Secundi, Secondi? Secondi? Haley Biden's sister and Melissa Cohen, who is Hunter Biden's current wife. That's gotta be awkward. That's got to be awkward. If I were James Comer and I were subpoenaing Hunter Biden's former girlfriend slash sister-in-law, which is creepy enough, I would do it on the same day as his current wife. So they'd have to bump into each other in the lobby because, you know, then they would start spilling the truth uh, on Hunter. Comer's Wednesday subpoenas come after he issued subpoenas for James and Hunter Biden's bank records in September. Uh, Evidence found the impeachment inquiry against Joe Biden is growing. The evidence is all over the place and it's mounting. Marjorie Taylor Greene is still going after not just the Bidens, but also some of the more reckless and, uh, I guess you would say, ignorant and impotent uh, members of his administration. For example, Alejandro Mayorkas. She introduced articles of impeachment against him yesterday.
8: Resolved that Alejandro Nicholas Mayorkas, Secretary of Homeland Security, is impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors and that the following articles of impeachment be exhibited to the United States Senate.
0: This is a an onslaught of the uh, Republican attacks on the Biden administration. They're saying, look, if you guys aren't going to do your job, we're going to remove you from power. Or we're going to impeach you, or we're going to make everybody know what kind of a loser you are, and that's definitely going to have some kind of negative ill effect on you uh, coming up in the next administration. Clearly, if Alejandro Mayorkas is impeached, he doesn't seem he has about a very good chance of retaining that position if Joe Biden should win the election, which we don't believe. We don't believe. Or we hope to God that he won't. So the the attacks, pardon me, the uh, the investigation is ramping up, and it it only seems, and I don't want to say it's fair because it's warranted. In this particular position, we have a president where there's actual evidence of crimes being committed, actual evidence of conspiracy, actual evidence of racketeering. You know, that that criminal organization that Donald Trump was always accused of being in charge of in Atlanta, Georgia or in, uh, you know, um, in in, uh, the Atlanta uh, DA's office, they're accusing uh, Donald Trump of racketeering. They're accusing him of of mafia-like criminal activity to try to uh, pull over some kind of conspiracy. And when you look at what's happening with Joe Biden, he's actually doing it or done it, or it appears that he's done it. He's allegedly done it. That's what they're trying to prove. So the differences are that, A, with Donald Trump, there was no evidence and there was no crime. With Joe Biden, there seems to be a crime and there's a mounting amount of evidence. And these subpoenas are hopefully going to draw that out. The interesting thing is that it seems finally like the Republicans are trying to even the playing field. Because now, as we head into 2024, as we head into the election year, as we head into the year where it's going to be decided, Joe Biden or something else, Donald Trump, who's good, who's it going to be? As When we get into this year where it's decided whose time is going to be uh, dedicated to campaigning, We finally have a Republican in the House of Representatives that seems to be making the move toward impeachment. And that will cut into Joe Biden's campaigning just the way all of these indictments, five of them at last count, are cutting into Donald Trump's. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Speaking of Donald Trump's indictments and this, more importantly, this fraud trial, which who knew? Of all the different indictments and all the colorful characters that were going to pop up in Donald Trump's life, this judge, this uh, they call him Angry Arthur.
6: <laughs>
0: like, Arthur, Joe, what? <laughs> yeah, Arthur Engoron. Or I always miss. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Engoron, is that right? I think that's right. Engoron, Engoron, whatever. Arthur. Uh, Angry Arthur, uh, the Trump New York trial judge, supposedly, I guess not supposedly. I guess he has has posted nude photos, bonus torso photos on his high school alumni blog. Now, this is weird because the dude's 74 years old. So when you graduate high school, Hannah, when you're 18?
3: Uh, I was 17, but yeah.
0: 17, 18? Yeah, that's oh, right. All right, so let's just, what's 74 minus 18? 50 something? Uh,
3: yeah, 56.
0: Okay, so 56 years ago, he graduated from high school 56 years later, he's editing his high school alumni blog, and 56 years later, he decides to include nude torso bonus photos on said blog. It was uncovered. I first read about it from our good friend Laura Loomer. Of course. I mean... (laughs) I'm a a fan. I'm telling you, I'm a fan. I know you are. (laughs) Uh, New York County Supreme Court Judge Arthur Engeron, 74, who is currently presiding over a civil fraud case against former President Donald Trump, had a penchant for posting nude torso pictures in the online high school alumni newsletter he apparently edits and publishes. Wow. In an October 7th, 2021 online issue of the Wheatley School Alumni Association. So not only is it a high school alumni newsletter, it's the Wheatley School. So, you know, it's one of those, it's probably one of those upper crusty, you know, like, like we're Was all, it a private school, you think? Oh, oh, 100%. They probably all wore uniforms. They probably lived on campus. <laughs> Where is the Wheatley School? Oh, it's in it's in Old Westbury, New York. Shocking. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so the Wheatley School is a, it's a public high school, but it seems pretty up and up. Um, and the Wheatley School, he is the he's the editor of this uh, of this alumni association newsletter. Included under oh he included two nude torso photos under the headline "Before and After."
3: So it's just a okay. So there's no like genitals showing.
0: No, thank God. But well, I mean.
3: Is it like a sports-related thing or not?
0: The first photo is labeled October 2020 and shows a nude torso flexing. (laughs) Okay. The, The second photo, labeled August 2021, so 10 months later, shows another nude torso flexing, but with a more muscular physique. The photos appear to be taken in a locker room. The newsletter is ended with a message from Engeron and his contact information. Wait,
3: what? I'm telling you. (laughs) That's where it gets bad. This
0: is why it's creepy. Under closing, the newsletter says, that's it for the Wheatley School Alumni Association newsletter number 63. Please send me your autobiography before someone else sends me your obituary with Engeron's name and contact information. Uh, But it wasn't the first. Also, if you look at this one photo, he's got the camera here. Okay, like no, I see it. At belt level. I'm looking. And it looks to me like if he moved the camera, there wouldn't be anything else there.
3: Oh, you don't? Oh, wait, I think you're right.
0: Yeah, like it, it looks to me.
3: Like he might be naked and it's just cropped. Right. Is that what you're saying? Like, Yeah. I,
0: either that or he's got his shorts pulled down real low.
3: I don't like when people do that.
0: <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. That was uh, that was not the first time he'd posted nude torso photos. Another one was in October uh, 2nd, 2020. Uh, the most recent issue indicates he's still the editor of the newsletter. It contains clothed photos of Engerin and some of his family members. Now, the interesting thing about this again is that this guy is a judge, and he's supposed to be—he's <laughs> supposed to be a serious jurist who is uh, res- presiding over a very important trial and who has already been accused of kind of being a whack job. This is just <laughs> evidence, I think, that, that you know- bolsters that.
3: You know, I just think that after long, hard days of judging, he just wants to be judged as well. Is that what
0: it is? Yeah. I've been judging all day. It's time for you to judge me. Check out this physique. <laughs> oh man, it is yeah, he could be right. You know, yeah. could be right. After 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 handing down verdicts every single day, he just wants someone to give him a verdict.
3: Absolutely.
0: Guilty of being a sex pot.
3: Okay,
0: we have to take a break Oh, do we? Yeah Probably a good time (laughs) 855-940-MARK is our number 855-940-6275 If you guys think it's okay to post nudes in your high school alumni blog Give me a buzz Also, send me the link to that blog 855-940-MARK Quick break, folks More Mark K Show on the way Oh my God I have bad news and I have worse news Tell me both The bad news is I was wrong About what? Well, that's the worst news. There is going to be another Republican primary. You're
3: kidding me.
0: Yeah, people have been calling in. November 9th, that would be today, News Nation announced that it will be hosting the 4th. The 4th. Republican presidential primary debate of the 2024 election cycle on Wednesday, December sixth, eight to ten. The debate will air live across the United States uh, on uh, News Nation. And uh, oh, get this! What the debate will be moderated by Megan Kelly.
3: Maybe she'll respond to your text now. It's another another reason. Say, to, hey girl. Hey girl. I heard you're hosting.
0: Just saw announcement of debate. Congrats. Are you free tomorrow to call in and discuss? Oh shoot. Then,
3: oh, this is great. And if she doesn't respond to that phone, use your other phone, <laughs>
0: my burner phone. Yeah, be like, hey, girl. It's, I should probably stop writing, hey, girl. That may be the part that's that's creeping around. <laughs> uh, also, Elizabeth Vargas will be there, and huh. um, and uh, El- Elenia Johnson from the Washington Free So, still not the, the best crop yeah. of conservative. They really decided not to go the Joe Rogan, Tucker Carlson route that Vivek Ramaswamy was suggesting. But anyway, we'll see if that works. Uh, we'll, just, we'll just keep texting <laughs> Megyn Kelly until, <laughs> until she either... they just
3: don't deliver anymore.
0: Until she A, blocks us, or B, responds. Uh, <laughs> hey, speaking of which, we've got some what the bleep coming up in just a minute. If you'd like to play, 855 mark is the number. 855-940-6275. We need two contestants. Call now.
1: We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good
2: mark k for three hours a day loving it
1: this is the mark k show you're listening to mark k the world's greatest talk radio show I'll
0: take it. 855-940-MARK. You know, the more you niche down, the easier it is to hit the, the world's greatest. You don't say the world's greatest radio show. You don't say the world's you know you say world's greatest talk radio show. All of a sudden, it's a smaller niche with which to get into and win. 855-940-MARK is our number. Coming up in just a minute, we have some What the Bleep. But before we get to What the Bleep, uh, there are a couple people who wanted to comment on some things going on quickly. One is, oh, uh, Ron in Oklahoma. Hi, Ron. How are you? <laughs> Thanks so much for calling the Marquet Show. What's going on? Hey, I'm doing great, Mark. Um uh,
7: there's a myself in the PBR brain trust here. We heard you make a comment about, uh, Biden's polls and so forth and so on, and how he's down to 39%. And we had a couple of questions. Um, you mentioned the fact that his administration is really in deep trouble. That includes a lot of people. Number one is what is it? What was the trip or the tipping point to where the, 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 the other part the other half of us suddenly saw the light. Number two is that because he surrounded himself with all Biden rubber stampers, what other options does he have? But a continuation of the Biden administration, uh, I haven't heard any up and comers throwing their hat in the rings. What do they have to choose from?
0: Yeah.
7: So, so, uh, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, no. what, what, and what, what keeps the other 39% hanging on?
0: <laughs> that's a great, great question. Those are all, listen, those uh, are all great questions. Let me see if I can knock them out of here quickly before we get to what the bleep Ron. Uh, the first one is there was no tipping point. What you're seeing is a gradual chipping away from various different groups that Joe Biden and the Democrats have, um, have just basically assumed they were always going to get support from. For example, the open border problem—the problem with uh, people coming over the border and piling into this country from Mexico and point south—is has been chipping away for a, a long time at his base of Latino voters. They're not happy, especially the ones that came here illegally, with what's going on. Uh, they don't like the way that uh, you know they, they don't like the way that it's changing the country. They don't like the crime in their cities, the competition for jobs and whatnot. And that is a huge problem for Joe Biden's Latino base. So it's not that what, like all of a sudden the Democrats woke up and said we hate Joe Biden. If you watch, it's slowly. But surely the African-American voters, they're all turning back to Trump because they're realizing that when Donald Trump was around, they were able to to eat they were able to pay for their bills they were able to do all kinds of things now they're the uh, the money that they get from their jobs uh you know uh is not helping them sustain their life or build any kind of income or they're seeing their property values go down some of the times they can't even afford food because it's so expensive the inner cities are becoming more and more dangerous and those are places where joe biden and kamala harris would go and pander for votes since the dawn of time barack obama was famous for it in his you know his uh, free cell phones but the lifestyle of the urban African-American voter has not gotten better under Joe Biden. It's gotten worse. And so they're fine. like, screw you. We're going, we're going with Donald Trump because we know that things were better when he was president. Um, When you look at, you know, some of the other factions, for example, you know, suburban women, suburban women turned on Donald Trump, a lot of people would say, and went to Joe Biden. And now they're looking around and they're seeing what's happened with the school systems, the lockdowns, the forced vaccinations. They're starting to see what's going on with uh, the transgender ideology that's affecting their kids. It's permeating their culture. Uh, They've got, they've got, you know, uh, was it um, drag queen story hours in their, in their libraries, they've got these weird parades and their kids' teachers are telling them that it's it's okay if they want to regender themselves. We won't tell your parents. These are all things. Joe Biden has taken the crux, the core of every voting block that he had that supported him. And he's basically slowly, one by one, destroyed it. And that's why now it's down to 39%. Now, who are these other 39%? The other 39% are people who just hate Donald Trump. And they don't care if Joe Biden turns them into shells of their former self. They don't care if they have no money no retirement they don't care if if their uh, cities are more dangerous they don't care if they're tripping over drug-addled homeless people pooping and shooting up at the same time on the streets where they used to play with their kids they don't care if their if their IRAs and their 401k's are dwindled they don't care if terrorists are pouring through the southern border they just despise Donald Trump and so they will cling to Joe Biden with all of their might they will they will clut they will vote for Joe Biden or die Those are their two choices because a vote for Joe Biden is not a vote for Donald Trump. And even though the United States of America was safer and richer and calmer and less divided under Donald Trump, they don't care because they've convinced themselves that that man is the devil. And it's better to die a martyr than to elevate the devil back to the White House. Joke's on them. The devil's already in the White House and his name is Joe Biden. Ron, great uh, great question. 855 940 Mark is our number. All right, you guys ready for some What the Bleep? Absolutely. Me too. Let's do it. Here.
1: The Mark K. Show presents What the. Oh,
0: well, that's a fantastic game. It's is one of our favorites. We do this every week. Ever some people call that lazy. We call it consistent. Benchmark. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs>
6: that's
0: right. Eight five five nine four Omar. Shall we meet our contestants today? We shall. Let's do it. First one is Holly, and Holly's in Oregon. Hi, Holly. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, doing fantastic. Listen, are you a uh, are you in the good part of Oregon or are you in the not so great part of Oregon?
3: oh man
0: that's hard to tell yeah yeah i, I, I guess <laughs> yeah. that answers that answers my question uh,
3: <laughs> i live i live on the west side of i-5 so that's more conservative
0: okay good that's better <laughs> I, know, I, have, I have a good friend who lives in oregon but he basically now lives in the woods yeah he said i had to get yep. as far away from the rest of them as i possibly and he goes i love it the beautiful place oregon the farther you away you are from civilization uh you're gonna play against marty in yep. tulsa oklahoma what's up marty how you doing
7: Hey guys, how are you?
0: Hey, we're very good. Marty, uh, what's going on in Tulsa today? Uh, A little overcast and 54 degrees, but the Cowboys won Bedlam, so all is well. Look at that, fantastic. (laughs) I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're so glad about that. All right, uh, Holly Marty Marty Holly. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play you some clips from the the past week. These are things that people have said on the radio, on television. Uh, you know, you may have heard us even play these clips. Um, we're gonna we're gonna play these for you, like I said, and then we're gonna ask you to tell us. What word did we bleep out? It's going to sound like maybe it's a dirty word, but it's not. It's a clean word. And if you correctly identify the word uh, before your opponent, then you, I'm sorry, if you correctly identify more words than your opponent, then you will win a Mark K. Show prize pack. How exciting does that sound? Very. Yeah, very exciting. Okay, good. Uh, (laughs) All right, we're going to start with you, Holly. Listen carefully. Here is your first one. This is Jasmine Crockett, a representative from Texas. She was talking about Joe Biden. What else? Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep
6: but we've been trying to push back we've got some very popular african-american artists that are out here saying things like oh i got when trump was in office <laughs>
0: what do you <laughs> yeah what do you think do you remember we played that clip earlier this week what do you think holly what was that do you know
6: i got uh, business
0: would you like to hear it one more time Oh, sure. Yeah, here we go. Listen carefully.
6: But we've been trying to push back. We've got some very popular African-American artists that are out here saying things like, oh, I got when Trump was in office. <laughs> oh.
0: what, what do you think?
6: Wow. Um, exposure?
0: I got exposure. I okay, all right, that's a good guess. Let's take a listen and see what says. said. Artist. Yeah.
6: But we've been trying to push back. We've got... Some very popular African American artists that are out here saying things like, "Oh, I got checks when Trump was oh. in office."
0: Oh yeah. Checks, yeah, I got checks when Trump was in office, oh. but now, yeah, Trump's out of office and I don't get, I don't get checks. But that's okay. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. Uh that's okay. We'll get to, we'll get back to you though. It's still in anybody's ballgame. Marty, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, Marty. Here we go. This is, uh, let's see. Here, this is. I wrote down, I wrote down Kim. Who's Kim?
3: Uh, let's hear who it is and maybe we'll understand. Maybe that'll
0: help me better. Here's, here's Kim talking about something. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep.
8: It is about getting the right candidate.
0: Oh, it's Kim Reynolds. Oh my gosh. This is Kim Reynolds. This is Kim Reynolds. Uh, I believe she was endorsing Ron DeSantis at the time. She's the governor of Iowa. Listen carefully, Marty, and tell us what the bleep. (laughs)
6: Okay. It
8: is about getting the right candidate, picking the right person that can win and that can leave this country. And I believe, Ron, I, I would just encourage everybody out there to look at his.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you uh, I'm sure Casey wouldn't be too happy about that. What do you think? Mark? You want to hear it one more time? Let's listen to it one more time. Here she is one more time.
8: It is about getting the right candidate, picking the right person that can win and that can leave this country. And I believe, Ron, I would just encourage everybody out there to look at his (laughs)
0: Really look at it. That's quite an endorsement. Uh, What do you think, Marty? What the bleep? Look at his stats. Look at his staff. S-T-A-T-S,
7: statistics.
0: Oh, stats. I thought you said staff. I was like, (laughs) Stats. Look at, his, him, right, look, at, look at his stats and see what he... All right, here we go. Let's listen and see what she said. Mm.
8: It is about getting the right candidate, picking the right person that can win and that can lead this country. And I believe, Ron... I, I would just encourage everybody out there to look at his record.
0: His record. Oh, that's uh, very similar to stats. But, uh, very not, close. Yeah, very close, but not quite. Uh, all right, Holly, here we go. You can get on the board with this next one. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. Listen carefully. This is... Willie Geist from NBC News uh, talking to Ron DeSantis, I think the day after that endorsement. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep.
1: You're a lawyer. You've served in the Navy. You're well-trained at the greatest schools. Do you really believe that a man who's convicted of, say, attempting to overturn the 2020 election or taking nuclear secrets back to his club, do you actually still, <laughs> as we sit here today, believe that person should be president?
0: <laughs> I was waiting and waiting. <laughs> what do you? How, what do you think, Holly? Beach. Beach club. Let's take a listen and see what he
1: You're doing. a lawyer. You've served in the Navy. You were well-trained at the greatest schools. Do you really believe that a man who's convicted of, say, attempting to overturn the 2020 election or taking nuclear secrets back to his beach club, yeah. do you actually still, as we see here today, believe that person? Should be president.
0: You know, there's a lot of beach clubs in Florida, and you really need, it's competitive. So if you can offer something no one else can, like nuclear codes or nuclear uh, top-secret documents, that's a draw.
3: 100%. I mean,
0: everyone's got cabanas on the beach and, you know, bottle service and stuff. What you need is not everyone can get those nuclear top-secret documents. (laughs) Holly, congrats. You got yourself a point. Nicely done. You're on the board. (laughs) All right, Marty, you can tie it up with this one. Are you ready?
2: I'm ready. All right,
0: this is is one of our favorites. This is Senator John Fetterman.
3: Oh, our the, favorite! Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> Senator John Fetterman from Pennsylvania he was uh, yelling back at a heckler the other day. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep.
1: The joke, the joke is on you. I had a stroke. I can't f- understand what you're saying.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, on, I was, I'm sorry. That was loud. There were a lot of background noise. It was very quick. Let me play it for you uh, at least one more time. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go
1: the joke the joke is on you i had a stroke i can't f- understand what you're saying
0: <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> what do you uh what do you think martin any idea what he said there
7: i'm gonna go with focus
0: you're gonna go with focus 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 all right let's take a listen and see let's take a listen and see what he said
1: the joke the joke is on you i had a stroke i can't f-
0: Understand what you oh.
1: said. <laughs> I played the oh, You just wanted to hear it again.
0: <laughs> I sure did. All right, here, I'm sorry. Focus is what we're like. Here we go. I, now I need to focus. Listen carefully. Here it is.
1: The joke. The joke is on you. I had a stroke. I can't fully understand oh. what you're saying.
0: It was fully. F- it was fully. Yeah. It was fully understand. What, you Only said? partially. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, ironically, it was funny. All right. Here we go, Holly. Uh, listen carefully. This is former Pennsylvania Senator Rick Santorum. He was on Newsmax yesterday talking about some of the election stuff that happened, especially in Ohio. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep, okay? Mm-hmm. Here we go.
4: You put very things like abortion and marijuana on the ballot, and a lot of young people come out and vote. It, 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 it was a, it was a secret sauce for disaster in Ohio.
0: No, it was right at the beginning. I'm going to play it again because it comes in right at the beginning. Really quick. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep.
4: You put very things like abortion and marijuana on the ballot and a lot of young people come out and vote. It, 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 was, a, it was a secret sauce for disaster in Ohio.
0: What do you think,
6: Holly? Oh, boy. That was hard.
0: Uh, I have no idea. Listen to, one more, listen to it one more time. Here we go. You
4: put very... Things like abortion and marijuana on the ballot, and a lot of young people come out and vote. It it, it, it was a it was a secret sauce for disaster in Ohio.
0: Shiny. 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 That's it. Shiny's a good guess. Let's take a listen and see what he said.
4: You put. Very sexy things like abortion and marijuana on the ballot. It was sexy. And a lot of young people come out and vote. It, yeah. it, 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 was, a, it was a secret sauce for, for, dis-
0: for disaster. Yeah, it was a, abortion and drugs are sexy, not shiny. Which is according, weird. Uh-oh. According yeah. to Rick Santorum. Yeah. Uh, which, well, that's okay. Listen, it, it's uh, you're still leading one nothing, which means, Marty, if you get this one right, then you tie the game and you both get a Mark K Show prize pack. However, if you get this one wrong, then, uh, then Holly wins right out. Does that make sense? Makes sense. All right, here we go. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Listen carefully. Tell us what the... wait, I don't even know if I have another one here. Oh, yeah, I do. Here we go. Uh, (laughs) Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene in the Congress uh, just yesterday. Just yesterday. Here here she is. Resolved
8: that Alejandro Nicolás Mayorkas, Secretary of Homeland Security, is impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors and that the
0: oh shoot hang on (laughs) sorry hold on let me me play i hit the button here we go
8: resolve that alejandro nicholas mayorkas secretary of homeland security is impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors and that the articles of impeachment be exhibited to the united states senate
0: okay there there we go what do you think
7: wow um I may need to hear that once more. Yeah,
0: that was a kind of a, that was a cluster on my end. Here we go. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep.
8: Resolve that Alejandro Nicolás Mayorkas, Secretary of Homeland Security, is impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors and that the articles of impeachment be exhibited to the United States Senate.
0: Mm, what do you think? Any idea? Mm, the following... The following? The following, yes. The following. Uh, The the following.
6: I think it's
0: following oh yeah we're running out of time so we're gonna to have to go with following
8: resolve that alejandro nicholas mayorkas secretary of homeland security is impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors and that the following articles oh, of impeachment right. be exhibited yeah, to yeah. the united states it's Senate.
0: yeah congratulations everybody's a winner we're, we're out of time hang out uh marty hang out holly we're gonna get your ni- names and numbers and your addresses we're gonna hook you up with some more casho prize facts don't go anywhere more mark coming up right after this this is the Markay Show. My name is Marque, and you know, we went a little long with What the Bleep today. We had, went a little long with What the Bleep, so we have a very short segment, but it's just long enough to remind you that if you're interested in a copy of The Untold Story of Christmas, which a lot of people have received already and left rave reviews for on Facebook, and we appreciate all of the rave review. You know, a lot of people accuse me sometimes of, of uh, not humbling myself. So when you guys leave a really positive review of something like The Untold Story of Christmas, I don't have to, I don't have to humble myself. I don't have to, you know, <laughs> worry about having a big head or or being accused of being braggy because you guys brag for me. But if you would like a copy of this one-of-a-kind, really interesting Christmas story with a twist, something we share on the air every year and a half for a couple of years now, perhaps you've heard it, perhaps not. Now you can have a copy of your own beautifully illustrated for part of your holiday tradition. Go right now to The Untold Story of Christmas.com. The Untold story of christmas.com autograph copies available don't go anywhere folks more mark k shows on the way right after this
1: we're entertaining meets informative this show makes the listener feel like it's my show
0: you make bad news
2: sound good mark k for three hours a
1: day loving it This is the Markay Show.
0: 855-940-MARK our number, 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. Uh, This is the Markay Show, and uh, don't forget, it's almost the Christmas season, which means Christmas carols will soon be upon us. It was Christmas Eve, and I headed downstairs to get me and the wife a couple of cold beers. When I got to the kitchen, I knew something was wrong. The fridge was wide open, all my beers were gone. That's when I heard a noise from the front of the house. Something was stirring and it wasn't no mouse. Stretched out there in my easy chair was a big fat man with snow white hair. He was dressed all in red with gloves on his hands. He was passed out and covered in empty beer cans. I cleared my throat. He suddenly woke. He looked right at me and that's when he spoke. He said, it appears I drank all your beers. I'm sorry, but it's been one of those years. I could tell he was down and he wanted to talk So I grabbed the whiskey and I poured him a shot He threw it back, slammed down his glass and said, That Joe Biden can kiss my ass. He's ruined Christmas for everyone. And he'll ruin this country before he's done. He's the dumbest world leader in history. Take it from me, I've been around since 200 AD. He's a demented old coot. He's gone totally insane. He's like the Grinch, but without a heart or a brain. Now at the risk of sounding hypocritical, I was shocked to hear Santa get political. But it was clear Saint Nick was in a slump when he looked at me and said, I miss Donald Trump. We couldn't make all the toys we need because the parts are in a container ship stuck out at sea. I tried the big box store, but it was just empty shelves. Oh, and I had to lay off a bunch of my elves. When the Pfizer jab became mandated, half of them refused to get vaccinated. Biden doesn't have a clue about how businesses run. I'd expect nothing less from a politician. Plus, since he gave it back to the Taliban, I'm not allowed to deliver to Afghanistan. It's a good thing I've got reindeer to haul my ass, cause at these prices, I couldn't afford gas. I swear I'd give that guy a stocking full of coal, but he'd probably find me, cause it's not renewable. Now I know he's a saint, but there was no denying, even Santa Claus hates joe biden it was sad to see him in such a bad way but i knew he had more to do before christmas day so i gave him some advice to help him go on i said america is tough america is strong just like little kids believe in you You've got to believe that America will always pull through. This country has survived a lot, as you know, and this country will survive old sleepy-eyed Joe. Then I helped him to the roof and back in his sleigh, gave him the rest of the whiskey, and he flew away. But I swear as he left, I could hear him chanting, Merry Christmas to all, and let's go, Brandon. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855 940 62 That always puts me in the Christmas spirit, that one. So many, Same.
3: So, I love that song. Yeah, it's very. <laughs> now it's
0: only a couple of years old, but you know what? Ironically, or I guess unfortunately, since Joe Biden's still president, it still rings true. It's very relevant. 940 uh, Mark is our number. All right, let's talk. Speaking of Joe Biden and uh, the horrible things he's done, and one of the things he's really done still is weaponize the the government against us. And the and the FBI. There's a very interesting story about a um, a protester named Gregory Yetman. Gregory Yetman. You remember January sixth, right? Yes. And all the people they prayed. They went to peacefully and patriotically make their voices heard at the Capitol building. Yeah. And there was some, uh, some, uh, you know, some rap who did some dirty deeds. But for the most <laughs> part, the police let the people in the building. They were walking around very pleasantly. Right. They were taking pictures and selfies. The the QAnon shaman was directed by the police to the Senate chamber where they where they prayed together. He was later arrested and then released. We're still waiting, incidentally. I mean, again, I don't want to talk bad of the new Speaker of the House, but TikTok on these tapes. We're still waiting on these January 6th tapes or whatever's left of them to be released to the public as promised. But Gregory Yetman was, uh, he was never, he was a protester from New Jersey. He was, I want to say he was a, some kind of, uh, he was some kind of law enforcement worker. Um, I think he was a, I think he was like a, oh, here, he was a military police sergeant in the New Jersey National Guard. He went to the uh, Capitol on January 6th and he was seen as part of a USA Today investigation uh, that picking up a canister of pepper spray, I guess someone had shot, like the police had shot a canister of pepper spray, he picked it up off the ground and was spraying it back towards some of the police and protesters. Photos of him were posted on the FBI's wanted list for the insurrection, although he was never arrested. Well, the other day, the FBI showed up at his door. Uh, and he disappeared. He, I don't know if he ducked out the back or if he took off running, but he fled his home in the very small town of Helmeta in New Jersey, 3,200 people only, on Wednesday morning after FBI agents and local police attempted to serve him with an arrest warrant. Helmeta Mayor Christopher Slavik told USA Today, as of Wednesday evening, yesterday evening, the search was continuing, but residents had not been told to shelter in place or to lock down. A, this is the fun part. A large number... Of FBI agents and police were still searching the local woods, which Slavacek said were full of hiking trails and bodies of water. So here's a guy who was a military policeman for the New Jersey National Guard, a sworn law enforcement agent, went to the Capitol building. Uh, apparently, allegedly, according to the reports by USA Today, he was seen picking up a can of pepper spray. Not a can of pepper spray he brought with him, not a can of pepper spray he fired, but a can of pepper spray that was on the ground and I guess shooting out pepper spray or fumes or gas or whatever it is and started spraying it toward other people. And now the FBI, in a massive presence, has descended on this town. FBI agents heavily armed with tanks. Tanks are coming after this. Listen to this report from uh, this is from some NBC News affiliate in uh, Middlesex County, New Jersey. We're really patrolling the whole property looking
5: for the suspect. Yet to find that uh, suspect, and again, the FBI is asking that if you know anything about the location of Gregory Yetman, please call the FBI field office in Newark at nine seven three.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's one. I'm looking at. There's overhead uh, aerial. It's like a helicopter is flying around. There's aerial footage of this guy's farm in New Jersey. There's a shed. And I count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, fatigued, meaning not tired, but in fatigued, uh, and armed to the teeth, FBI agents surrounding the shed for a guy whose alleged crime is picking up a canister of tear gas on January 6th.
3: I think I would pick up a can of tear gas if it were thrown at me.
0: Right. We don't know that he wasn't trying to pick it up and move it out of the way. Yeah. Uh, there are dogs. And then of course, as we said, the FBI has brought in tanks. There's a heavy military-like FBI presence in this small town searching for this
5: guy. 792-3000 and live in Middlesex County. Tom's Wire, Chopper 4. Adam, back to you. Okay, yeah, we see that tactical team armed there going into search a shed in Middlesex County. Tom's
4: Wire over the scene in Chopper 4. Thank you, Tom. We keep yeah, people I mean,
0: it's incredible. It looks like some kind of movie where they're... I mean, it looks like they're, they're searching for a convicted criminal. In fact, do you remember the main shooter from the, just a couple weeks ago? Yeah. I don't remember seeing this kind of a force... Searching for the main shooter, this guy showed up at January 6th, picked up a canister of tear gas, and now they've got, I mean, they've got so many agents out looking for him as if he's some kind of crazed criminal mastermind.
3: I feel like this is a misuse of government funds. I like, think? 100% or, or, like, maybe, like, just a little excess, you know?
0: Well, just,
3: just ironically, <laughs> uh,
0: there was a vote yesterday regarding the FBI. The FBI, you know, they've had the downtown headquarters at the J. Edgar Hoover building for, yeah. well, forever. And they've been looking for more money because they want to build a new headquarters. They want to move it out of the city. They want to put it somewhere uh, in, uh, I think, Virginia or Maryland. I think both states are are have potential spots for them. And they want a massive headquarters. They, the FBI, the, FB, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, wants a government building that is larger than the Pentagon. The Pentagon, which houses the army. Think about this. The army's job is to keep the entire United States, States of America. They are there to keep them safe from, I mean, I guess all the military. They're there to keep them safe from every other country and threat. There's 192 countries in this country. The uh, the, the Pentagon is there as the hub, the center of protection for the United States of America from all other 191 potential threats the fbi is supposed to just take care of lawbreakers here in the united states of america and they want a facility even larger than that 300 million people the debate was on the uh on the floor of the house yesterday as to whether or not they should get it 70 republicans voted in favor to pass the additional funding for the new headquarters of the fbi which will be larger than the pentagon 70 Republican Republicans who claim that they were going to put America first who claim that they were going to fight for uh, you know an America first agenda Donald Trump's agenda they are going to increase the size of an agency which in the last three to four years has done exactly what we see in this video with this guy in New Jersey they have gone after with extreme force with an overzealousness of force with unnecessary force if you will Uh, protesters people who were at the capitol building police officers teachers accountants just unemployed people they went to the capitol because they were mad about the election they made their voices peacefully and patriotically heard and now the fbi is sending dozens of agents with with automatic weapons tanks dogs helicopters to try to reel them in and now they're getting money from 70 Republicans who supported a massive expansion of what can really just be called the weaponization of government. The FBI is at the, at the heart of all of this. When you look at what happened with the PTA meetings, you've got, you've got uh, Merrick Garland using the FBI to go to PTA meetings and stifle the voices of concerned parents, parents who don't want CRT taught in their classroom. Parents who don't want their kids to be forced to wear masks or take vaccinations or or do anything else that is un-American and against their against their rights. Um, The FBI is there sent there to intimidate them. The Catholic Church under investigation, direct investigation by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. We don't know what else they're up to, but, uh, you know, it'd be nice if if, it'd be nice if we had three hundred million dollars to, oh, I don't know, invest in the Border Patrol. To build that wall along the southern border so we didn't have all these illegal immigrants coming in here and making more work for the FBI when they commit crimes and bring drugs and cartels and human trafficking and all this other stuff. But this government agency that has been at the heart of some of the... Some of the most questionable, this is the agency that burst into Mar-a-Lago, demanded the security cameras be turned off, would not let Donald Trump's lawyers be part or privy to the investigation, broke into his safe, rifled through his wife's underwear drawer, and then took documents out and posted them on Instagram claiming they were top secret. This is the same FBI. 70 Republicans in the House of Representatives just voted in support of giving them an additional $300 million. Guess who one of the 70 who voted for the FBI expansion was, Hannah? Who? Actually, none of them are surprising. None of them well, are who? surprising. Well, I'm just saying that I'm trying to see if there's anyone here that <laughs> that would be surprising. Uh, no, there's none. Other. All the good ones, let's just say, are off of this list.
6: Yeah.
0: Also Rutherford. So that's a that's a feather in his cap. Uh, but oh, it, just, he didn't. it just no he didn't Good. he didn't uh, it just goes to show though that there is a massive breakdown in the Republican Party still and just because they managed after four attempts to come up with a uh, a Speaker of the House who incidentally also did not vote to expand the FBI um, there's still a lot of folks who are who are who are part of the Washington elite establishment and they need to be well they need to be addressed. And luckily, we can do that next year. Eight five five nine four zero 940, Mark is our number. 855 940 6275. Listen, we got to take a quick break. We'll grab a couple of your phone calls here in just a minute. We are warming up for some Conspiracy Theory Thursday. That's coming up, too. Don't go anywhere, folks. More Mark K. Show next. This is The Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, 855-940-MARK is our number. Still haven't heard back from Megyn Kelly, but I did uh, see this announcement just a few minutes ago on her page.
5: Wanted to share some big news with you. Save the date. Mm. December 6th is the next GOP presidential debate. And I'm happy to tell you that I will be returning to the debate moderator's chair that evening alongside News Nation's Elizabeth Vargas And a name you also know, the Washington Free Beacons, Eliana Johnson.
0: Yeah, I'm not really, I don't really know her. Our pal. Oh, it's our pal. Uh, (laughs) She's gotten a little cheesier. The, uh, She's a goofball But you know You may remember She had one of the most famous Debate moderator experiences It was when Donald Trump Was at the debate And he made some comment And everyone started Freaking out about her uh, But it, it propelled her To superstardom And got her a big job On uh, on Fox News And then later on NBC And now she has her own uh, show Apparently on Sirius Satellite radio Popular podcast All these kinds of things But it'll, maybe Donald Trump Should come back For this one too
3: I would like that. Make I it like your- I think they're on a better on better terms now, right? I think
0: so. Yeah. Make it like a little reunion tour, like uh, featuring Megyn Kelly and Donald Trump together again for the first time in eight years.
3: That yeah. would draw some viewers. That
0: sure would. Eight five five. I still haven't heard from her, but maybe I'll send her this clip. And be like, <laughs> great, great clip, by the way. I'm I'm saving the date right now. Eight five five nine four zero. Speaking of Trump, Don Jr. was in Hialeah yesterday too, and he made a comment. <laughs> He made a comment about Joe Biden, which was impressive. I mean, I don't think it was his originally, but it was very impressive. He compared him to a common household appliance, which when you hear it, you can and you've seen Joe Biden, you get it perfectly. Whatever they gave him to make him.
4: He's never coherent, but like borderline semi coherent. In about
0: 90 seconds, it wears off. And then I forget who I saw it somewhere. It was just sort of the perfect. And Joe Biden turns into a Roomba. And and he just wanders around. And it's true, Joe Biden, that's the perfect way to describe Joe Biden. As soon as he gets done with the debate, he turns into a Roomba. He goes this way, and then he stops, and he turns around, and he goes this way, and he bumps into a wall, and he turns around 180 and starts walking uh, the other way. So uh, Joe Roomba Biden, who, by the way, is out speaking to the a- uh, UAW right now about the strike. Eight five five nine four zero. mark is our number. Real quick, Michael's in Jacksonville. Hello, Michael. How are you? Good, Mark. How about yourself? Happy Friday. Well, yeah, happy Thursday. Friday. It's a Thursday, though, I think. Yeah.
7: Yeah. Jump the gun here.
0: No, that's all right. We can call back tomorrow and tell us happy Friday. What's on your mind today?
7: Well, you're talking about the uh, Republicans' candidates that are left they just model it after the hunger games you know just having that same kind of mode and when
0: one gets eliminated you hear that
7: (laughs) tone afterwards and make it live
3: yeah. And the cannon shoots in the sky. It was
0: so amazing to me how uh, every every election cycle now, there seems to be some kind of incident which puts a big target on these people's backs. When Donald Trump was uh, impeached by a bunch of Republicans, Adam Kinzinger, for example, Liz yeah. Cheney, they voted with the Democrats. There was a list of them. And on that list, of the 10 that voted against him, I think, what, eight we're either we either primaried or quit. I mean, Adam Kinzinger just dipped. He was like, I'm not there's no way I'm coming back. Liz Cheney was primaried. A couple of other lost in the general election. But I feel like this whole Jim Jordan situation and now this FBI proposal to give the FBI more money, I think that's drawing huge targets on a lot of these people's backs. Cause remember, now the average American voter is paying attention to what their representatives are doing. Eight five five-nine four oh Mark. It is that time, ladies and gentlemen conspiracy theory thursday is next if you've got a conspiracy theory and a code name give us a buzz
1: we're entertaining meets informative this show makes the listener feel like it's my show
2: you make bad news sound good mark k for three hours a day
1: loving it this is the mark k show Eight five five nine four zero mark
0: is our number, 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. It is Thursday, and it is time for Conspiracy Theory Thursday. This is the time of day that we have allotted, really time of the week that we've allotted for all of the conspiracy theories. If you have a good one, if you have a bad one, if you've got one that's kind of in the middle, uh, give us a buzz. 855-940-MARK is the number, Eight five five nine four zero. 6275, please use a code name because, you know, we were just talking about the FBI and uh, how they're listening in. And they're always trying to track down our conspiracy theorists. And we want to protect your innocence as well as our own, even though we may not be innocent. But still, we still want to protect ourselves. And now that they're expanding the FBI, thanks to those 70 turncoat Republicans, uh, we're definitely going to need all the help we can get. So cover cover your own identity with a good code name. Call in with your conspiracy theory. Uh, we'll get to that here in just a minute. 855-940-MARC. Is the number incidentally, Hannah? I was at Best Bet Monument Road yesterday for a walkthrough for Arcades Kids uh, Ho Ho Hold'em Charity Poker Tournament coming up November the thirtieth.
3: Right, and they
0: were so they were asked about you.
3: Did they? They
0: did. They said, "Is Hannah gonna be here?" And I said, "Yes. We've instructed the uh, the doctors and the midwives <laughs> and everyone to hold off birth giving until after the poker tournament,
3: which we're trying to still hold true
0: to. No, no, it's gonna happen. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Um, but we walked through, and we it, it was amazing because every time we go there, and if you've never been to one of our Ho Ho Hold'em Charity Poker Tournaments, we have people coming from all over the country this year. We have uh, hotel rooms that are that are kind of you know sectioned off. So if you want to, if you need a place to stay, there's a Marriott down the street. We have transportation bringing you to and from the event. But the event itself always gets bigger and better. And this year, because, you know, some people come as just spectators. Some people come, they play poker, but maybe they get knocked out really early. And they're like, eh, is there anything else we can do? Yeah. We've we've added something this year. And I'm very excited about it. It's the Wheel of Fortune. And it's not the one where you like, where Vanna turns the numbers or the letters or whatever. Yeah. Like that. But it's a big wheel. And what happens is you spin the wheel and depending on where you land, you get the corresponding prize.
3: That's so fun. Yeah.
0: So if you spin and you land on, like, Mark K. Show swag, guess what you win?
3: Mark K. Show swag. That's correct. Wow.
0: If you, uh, if you stand, land on, like you know, a best bet prize, guess what you win?
3: A best bet prize.
0: That's right. And then, to make it really exciting and, you know, to make it, like, you know, like true gambling because Wheel of Fortune, there's the one gold star on the wheel. And if you spin the wheel and land on the gold star, guess what you get? A mystery prize? Uh, well, kind of, yeah. But a very—that's where we have like the ten high-level, high-value prizes with, and you can pick one of them off the table.
3: That's pretty. Wait, can, can do we get any examples of the high value prizes? No,
0: not you have none. To come, you have to come to the event. Well, I'll and, be there. Well, I know. Well, so you'll find out okay. soon enough. Um, anyway, if you're interested in coming, we only have two tables. That's the other thing too. This thing sold out pretty quickly. We I put it on sale a lot earlier. There's two tables left. If you'd like to come out and and have a fun time with our uh, with our our ho ho hold'em charity poker tournament crew, everybody who there, there's people that have come every year now for like seven or eight years. It's phenomenal. Um, you go to kskids.com, get your tickets. It's November 30th. Best bet Monument Road. All the hotel information is there. Travel information, if you need it, you can get your tickets. You can get a whole table for your whole uh, for your whole group of friends, your family, your business, whatever, and join us November thirtieth for what could be Hannah's last appearance as a uh, as a pregnant woman. Could be. Yeah. Eight five five. Well, at least this go round.
7: Yeah. (laughs) Eight five five
0: nine four zero Mark is our number. Are you ready for some conspiracy theory Thursday? Yes, please.
1: It's conspiracy theory Thursday. Turn out the lights, cover the windows, put on your tinfoil hat, and call the Mark K Show now. 855-940-MARK.
0: That's right. Tinfoil hats are firmly affixed to our heads. Uh, the blinds are pulled shut, and it is time for us to um, to engage in our conspiracy theories. 855-940-MARK is our number. Remember, you'll have 30 seconds with which to share your conspiracy theory. And we're going to start with the Bears. <laughs> What's up, the Bears? How are you? Uh, not their scoring. Yeah. I was, but, <laughs> I was like, Hopefully, you're better than Da Bears. Um, all right. Uh, da Bears, I know you know the rules. Oh, you'll have 30 seconds with which to wow us with your conspiracy theory greatness. Are you ready? I'm ready. On your mark. K show. Get set. Go. With Thanksgiving exactly two weeks away. I mean,
7: the speed bump till Christmas. Um, farmers are appalled about the price of turkeys. And they're not the only ones with their feathers ruffled. The turkeys themselves <laughs> do not want to be. A participant in the time honored tradition of the turkey pardoning. So, therefore, the White House and their staff is going to have to scramble around and find a wild turkey somewhere. Well, it just so happens, cringe Jean Pierre has that one bottle of wild turkey in her desk. That was very
0: good. Yeah. I have a question. Why would the turkeys not want to take part in the turkey pardoning ceremony? Who wants to be sniffed by that guy? Oh, that's a good point. That's a good no.
3: point. Sniff dead thanks,
0: thanks so for, <laughs> i'd rather die send me to the butcher eight five five nine was very good that was Luck very good my <laughs> yeah uh this is this is uh, the angry cat lady hello angry cat lady how are you
6: hi sir thank you very much i'm fine sir thank you so much oh you're very um, welcome you guys are you guys are spot on all the time oh wow um, Look at that. my main yeah you are um Nikki Haley. Oh, hold on, wait. Okay. Don't,
0: hold on, don't start your conspiracy theory yet. We have to give you the official count. Or it doesn't count. Oh. Right, yeah, I know. Very good. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Listen carefully, angry cat lady. On your mark. show Get set, go.
6: Okay, Nikki Haley. She sounds like a sorority brat fighting. She needs to calm down. She needs composure. She needs to be calm. Um, she's. I think she's going to drop all the race. I mean... You, you, you can't run for president of the United States. She's not going to make it. She's not going to make it, period.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, all right. That was, oh, okay, good. Hey, so the, your conspiracy theory is Nikki Haley needs to drop out of the race.
6: Roger that. She's going to drop out. Yeah. Because there's no way, She's there's gonna... no way. She's like a uh, uh, fighting constantly. Yeah, she's not fit for president, sir. Okay, not all right,
0: fit. all right. Angry, we appreciate that. <laughs> that was more like a roast of Nikki Haley than, than a
3: conspiracy. Than a conspiracy, conspiracy.
0: Theory. Like, what's your conspiracy theory? Nikki Haley sucks. She's got to go. Is that it? Yep. Eight five five nine four. That was very good. This is uh, this is a uh, patriot. Hi, patriot. How are you? Hello. Oh, hello, patriot. How are you? Oh, we're doing very well. Are you ready with your conspiracy theory today? I am ready. Alright, listen carefully. We're gonna give you thirty seconds. On your mark. Okay show. Get set. Go.
6: Okay, so I have seen compelling evidence from two Hawaii residents on YouTube. They have channels. One is Blossom Inner Wellness, and the other is a real estate agent. His channel is Hawaii Real Estate for the directed energy weapon conspiracy in Maui. And it has so one of them shows that, like, things that were blue weren't touched because the frequency directed, oh. You there? Okay. So anyway, okay. And then the Blossom Inner Wellness showed a petrified frog that was frozen in the mid-leap
0: wow, during wow.
6: a fire that ground at the ground zero. Yeah, she just posted a video about it yesterday. Blossom Inner Wellness on okay. YouTube.
0: No, yeah, no, I appreciate. I'm sure she appreciates all the plugs you gave her. That's a, that's a very good one. I've heard the blue thing before. Yeah, I've heard the blue thing and the laser. I hadn't heard about the petrified frog, although I believe it. 855 more. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Cyberman. Hey. Hey, hey Cyberman. Right? Yeah, we can hear you great. Are you ready with your conspiracy theory? Yeah, it's not
6: man.
7: It's not just a theory. It's it's legit.
0: Oh, all right. Well, here, Well, then maybe this isn't the best. All right, anyway, here we go. We're going to give you 30 seconds. On your mark. Okay, show Get set. Go.
7: All right. I guess it's conspiracy because I haven't tested it out yet. But I heard today if you ask your Amazon Alexa at 11.59 p.m., what have you bought and sold of my information today, they will tell you what information you've bought and what companies have purchased that information.
0: And it has to happen exactly at 11:59 p.m.
7: 11:59.
0: Why is that?
7: For that at the end of the day.
0: No. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: it's so like, it's not just like a glitch in the system. Like 11:59 is when, like, oh, the okay. fu- like the firewalls are down. Yeah, and like, oh, okay, you can ask. There's a
0: spl- there's one minute where she's <laughs> uploading all that information, and you can catch her in the act. That's a that's a good one. I, I mean, it, you know what? If I'm I'm not usually up that late. But, Neither
3: uh, am I, like
0: yeah. ever, unless I have to go to the bathroom or something. I mean, if it's 11.59 <laughs> and I'm awake, I'm the last thing I care about is who they're selling my information to. 855 L mark is our number. This is The Sage. What's up, The Sage? How are you? I'm great. I just want to say I love you and Hannah. Hannah, you
7: serve the news with integrity and accuracy and a scoop of humor on top, and that's the only way I can
0: digest it. Oh.
6: Wow. Thank that's you.
0: Very good. All right, The Sage, are you ready with your conspiracy theory? I am, sir. Listen carefully. You'll have 30 seconds. On your mark. K-Show. Get set. Go. If the judiciary decides
7: to, they can indict a ham family. There's a vast right-wing conspiracy that the sun comes up in the east and sets in the west. The White House is going out at noon and looking straight up in the sky. For real, man, it's no joke. Oh, you know the thing. The sun is straight above my head and yours. So they sent memos to the corporate media to report on the fact that the sun does not come up in the East and West because obviously this is a vast right-wing conspiracy. And after all, there's no proof of this East West thing. More than likely a lie perpetuated by orange.
0: That is great. I love that one. If you go out at noon, that's right. There's yeah. no, There's no substantial proof that the sun is exactly uh, rising in the east and setting in the west. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855 6275 Listen, we got to take a, a quick break, but we've got tons more conspiracy theories. If you've got a good one, give us a buzz. 855-940-MARK. We'll uh, continue right after this. <music> This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855 mark is our number. 855-940-6275. Thank you so much for joining us today, folks. Man, we're so excited that you're here. Uh, keep in mind, we're saying that, that uh, Veterans Day is on Saturday this year, but that means that a lot of things are... I know a lot of schools are off tomorrow. Banks are closed. Uh, it's a bank holiday, so if you need money... Go to the bank today, um, you know, and that kind of thing. But uh, also, tomorrow is our big Salute America event uh, here in Ponte Vedra, Florida, at the Ponte Vedra Concert Hall. And Brian Kilmeade will be here. Uh, I will be on stage with him. We have a lot of American heroes who've served our country who we're going to honor and salute uh, tomorrow as well. And there's a handful of tickets, like not a lot, and a handful of tickets Literally left. Literally a handful. Literally, especially if you've got, like, a medium-sized hand. Not like a little <laughs> small hand or big. Like a medium-sized handful left. Um, so if you'd like to come and, and be, none of the VIP, a uh, VIPs sold out. Gone. So quick. But you still will be able to, uh, you still will be able to enjoy the show. And I hear, and I hear that there is going to be, um,
1: Sorry, Calm down. Uh, I'm
0: sorry. I just got a funny text. Um, I'll share it with you in a minute. But I hear that there's going to be tables at the back of the room where, what's wrong? I
3: heard there's going to be a table.
0: Okay, I, there's a table <laughs> that we're sharing. Apparently we have to share a table. Yeah. There's a table that we are going to share, Brian Kilmeade and I, and both of us will have our latest uh, publications available. So if you're a Brian Kilmead fan and you want to get Teddy and Booker T yep and you don't have a and you're not a VIP ticket holder you can get it there if you're a Mark K show fan and you would like to get The Untold Story of Christmas then uh you can get a copy of it there as well right. and if you're undecided or a fan of both you can get both which Great. will be exciting so uh yeah bring some extra bring some extra scratch 855940 mark is our number 8559406275 Let's get back to conspiracy theory Thursday, Wait, shall I thought we?
3: we got to hear your text. No, you get to hear oh, my text. Oh, me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I,
0: I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Okay. Eight five five nine. It's one of those. 8, got it. Eight five five nine four zero six two seven five. Let's go to Rusty Shackleford. <laughs> Hi, Rusty Shackleford. How are you?
7: I'm all right. How are you doing?
0: Good. I'll always love your code name, Rusty. Are you ready with a conspiracy theory today? Yes, I am. Listen carefully. We're going to give you 30 seconds. On your mark. K-Show. Get set. Go.
7: Okay. I believe that the weatherman is in cahoots with the grocery stores <laughs> because the weatherman will say that we're having an end-of-day storm, and then everybody rushes to the grocery store, buys up all the supplies, and then it either doesn't happen or it's not nowhere near as bad as they say it does. Grocery stores make millions, and they give a cut to the weatherman.
0: Three. Two one I like it. I've, uh, you know Rusty, I've had a a similar I've had a similar conspiracy theory th- about Home Depot and the and the meteorologists. Uh, in our lives because what happens when there's a tropical storm oh you need a generator tarps batteries you better run to the home board up your windows and i can't prove it i haven't gotten any financial disclosures but if i have time i'm going to investigate all of our local meteorologists especially here in the florida area and find out if they are investors in or hold any stock in home depot lowe's costco any of those Uh, but that is that is a great conspiracy theory faux show. 940 Mark, this is he hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, he hates me.
1: How are you? <laughs> he hates me. Is doing fine. Oh, good. Uh, everybody at the uh, station today.
0: Oh, we're doing <laughs> fantastic. We're doing great. Thanks for asking. Are you ready with your conspiracy theory?
7: Well, I've got no choice now. So let's let's move forward with this. I'm oh, ready, okay, sir.
0: Here we go. Let's roll. You got thirty seconds. On your mark. k show. Get set. Go.
1: In right, Obama's last term, he said he wanted to federalize the uh, law enforcement throughout the entire country. I'm not talking about the FBI or the CIA, but a local law enforcement throughout the country. Now we've got the uh, police are in, in, in such a, uh, a turmoil with everything against them, with killings and abuse and everything like that. We've got major cities wanting to defund the police. I think defund the police is part of what Obama said, so we can actually call for some kind of national emergency. Federal the
7: entire country, with uh, uh, federal government assistance, uh, like they have with the
1: uh, schooling and medical... And if the uh, Democrats, uh, you know, their goal is to get rid of the Constitution, we become part of the UN, and the UN controls the world police. You know, us, it, being us a part of that.
0: It's a great, and you know, when you when you look at what's happening too with the uh, seventy Republicans who just voted to expand the FBI and build them a new headquarters that's larger and rivals the Pentagon, that definitely uh, that conspiracy theory definitely holds up. Hey, thanks so much for the call. It's a good one. Eight five five nine four zero Mark is our number. This is Fast Eddie. What's up, Fast Eddie? How are you? Hey, what's going on, Mark? Hey, we're good, man. What's on your mind? What'd you want to say, Fast Eddie? Uh, I got a conspiracy theory I just came up with. Let's hear it. On your mark. Hey show Get set. Go. Okay, you know that war
7: we were distracted with in Israel? Hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that uh,
7: Zelensky has already surrendered to Putin a long time ago. And all those soldiers that we thought were killed and all the ones that... They said surrendered they're being trained by Russian special forces and all that money and all those weapons that we've been sending over there they've just been stockpiling so on November 23rd 6 a.m they're going to invade Poland and then take over Europe three right.
0: yeah it was Ger- I think it was Germany didn't Alex say Germany it was one of those. I gotta find it. Here it is. World
3: War III starts on November twenty-third, twenty twenty three, at six oh five PM, when Russia launches an attack against Germany.
0: That's a good one though, that, that it's all just a big it's all just a big scam and that all the soldiers are being trained by Russians and their stuff. I hadn't thought of that one. I hadn't thought that one through fast Eddie. I love it. Uh that's a very good one. 855940 Mark. I do apologize. I forgot to do the story about the embedded photographers with Hamas soldiers. I will do that tomorrow, Hannah, if you'll remind me.
3: I will remind you. Uh,
0: also, we have breaking news. Senator Joe Manchin from West Virginia has announced he will not be seeking re-election. Probably a smart move. It's better to leave on your own terms than get thrown out by the voters, which means there is a Democrat seat up for grabs in a very, very, very red state. Now all we need is a decent Republican National Committee chairperson to make sure that we don't screw it up like we did the governor's race in Kentucky, the abortion issue in Ohio, the Virginia Senate in Virginia. You know, all of those. Yeah, I don't want to get into it. Listen, we'll be back tomorrow with our Friday edition of the K Show. Please join us noon Eastern, 11 Central. Say.